This is Bill Messerly with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio bringing you a special Frontline of Hope update with Bishop Robert J. Brennan, Bishop for the Diocese of Columbus, for Wednesday, the sixth week of Easter. Happy Easter and welcome, Your Excellency. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. We've had so much rain here in Columbus, you might feel like you're back on Long Island. (laughs) With the ocean surrounding me? (laughs) It has been something, hasn't it? Um, and it gets into it gets inside of you as, as well. It's not just the rain on the outside, but it really gets into your psyche, doesn't it? I think it yeah. does. I think it does. And I think uh, we've had a little respite today, even though I think we were supposed to get a little bit more rain. So hopefully, this is a sign of good things to come. I hope so. I hope so. We uh, we need a little bit of uh, brightness in our lives, don't we? We do, we do. There's a lot of nerves out there, but we turn our attention today to Acts uh, chapter 17, and Paul stands up, and he uh, approaches the people and says, hey, you might have something going on in your hearts here. Uh, Let me address that. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, and this is where we bring in the knowledge that we have from our study of, uh, of social studies and Western civilization and all of that. So we know of the different cultures that that would have been around. So where does Paul find himself now in Acts 17? He's in Athens, the city of Athens. And we know a lot about Athens, right? And he goes into um, the Areopagus. He goes into the heart, if you will, of the pagan culture, all right, up to this point. People were coming to them almost, you know, but now he's going right into the heart of pagan culture and boldly proclaiming Jesus. But he's creative, isn't he? Mm-hmm. You know, he he goes, he he finds all the different altars to all the pagan gods. And we know all about that, right? Mm-hmm. And then he gets to this one. It, it's funny almost. They, the, he said... They they had a god for everything, you know, the god for the sun and the god for the rain, and they just figured those two gods were fighting it out. And and Paul sees that all of the superstitions, and he says, "Look at this! They even have a, 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 a an altar to the unknown god, just in mm. case they miss somebody." <laughs> <laughs> and they missed the big one. They missed the and real they missed the god. Big one. He said, "Let me tell you about the unknown god, because there is your one god." Your only God, and there is the true God, who 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 is the creator of everything, who's mm-hmm. not in competition, who's not um, trying to manipulate our lives, but who gave us life, so that we might um, actually have the fullness of life and share life with Him. Um, God made us because He loves us, not because God needs us to uh, uh, to. Help his uh, ego, you know. Mm-hmm. God, he he who gives everyone life and breath and everything, he, and and then he goes on to to use it as an occasion to proclaim Jesus, mm-hmm. to proclaim Jesus risen from the dead. So uh, he he says, you know, from one of us, from the human race, he made one to dwell on the entire surface, and it's in him, in Jesus. In him we live and move and have our being. He takes some of that language of the pagan culture so that he can speak to them in terms they can understand, but he points them very, very clearly in the direction of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he, he talks about the amazing thing 
that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and that if you believe in him, that you will rise from the dead as well. But not everybody believed that. No. And and that's, again, becomes a deciding point. It, it's, again, funny language. When when they heard about this, some began to scoff. How how sad, right? But I love this. Others said, we should like to hear you on this some other time. <laughs> <laughs> For the careful at heart, huh? And it was sort of like a pat on the head. And uh, you know, well, maybe we'll talk about this because, of course, <laughs> the sad thing is, and this is, I think, a lesson for Paul, and it's a lesson for us. The sad thing is, they were eager to listen, but they want they were dealing with him on an intellectual basis. They wanted to keep this as an exchange of ideas. And, you know, in the world today, we find that same kind of thing happening, that we want to keep, society wants to keep religion as something in the head and, you know, um, an exchange of ideas and curiosity. And in fact, that's not what it is. Our faith is, is a relationship. It's a relationship with the living God. And I think Paul learned from this. I think he took a great opportunity. I think he did some great preaching, but he realized his great success was really when he preached the cross and resurrection of Jesus. And then he, and then he continues, uh, but some, you know, like you said, some kind of took the wait and see, pat him on the head, um, and come back some other some time and did. talk through this. But some did believe. That's right. And some, some did join him. That's right. He, they did believe, and they did join him. And so we hear about Dionysius and uh, Damaris, uh, men and women who, yeah, left to follow them on the way. And then, of course, we hear they went off to Corinth, and we know how we did in Corinth. We know that that became... Um, a real uh, hotbed for the the spread of the faith. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's a sophisticated city. Corinth had the best and the worst of everything. Um, it's a, it was a seaport city, and so uh, it was very cultured, but also very secular. And again, he preaches the living God and the death and resurrection of Jesus. And you know, we see his letters to the Car- to to Corinth. Um, some of the um, best known pieces of uh, the New Testament uh, from Paul's letter to the Corinthians. And then we continue on with the Gospel of John, chapter 16, and we talk about the descent or the coming of the Holy Spirit, and we're preparing for Pentecost in a week, with Ascension this Sunday, and then the Sunday after Pentecost Sunday. Uh, the Spirit of Truth, He will guide you in all truth. Exactly. The Holy Spirit will guide us in the truth to know the living God and to know and to know ourselves as people created by the living God and beloved by the living God. So the Holy Spirit will lead us to the truth, the truth of God and the truth of ourselves, mm. people created and loved by God. Yes, so that we're coming into an exciting time liturgically. Um, we begin um, on Friday, you would say, really using the traditional, the older, and from where I come, uh, the uh, the Ascension of the Lord being celebrated on Thursday, Ascension Thursday, uh, and 40 days after Easter. And so um, we'll begin that great novena to the Holy Spirit. Um, after the Ascension, the language of our prayers changes just a little bit, and we kind of pivot to a 
saying, praying, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit. And so we don't only hear the scriptural references of Jesus promising us the Spirit, but we also yearn ourselves, come Holy Spirit, fill our hearts, come Holy Spirit, because we recognize how much we need you. We need the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus' own Spirit in our lives. And, you know, I'd say that now more than ever. So beginning Friday, uh, during your updates, as well as after your uh, 1205 Mass from the Cathedral, both of those Novena prayers will be prayed during those times, and those will be shared, and we can pray together as St. Gabriel Catholic Radio listening family. Wouldn't that be great? Yes, indeed. I'm looking forward to doing that, and that's great. The more we can pray together, the better it is. So thanks again to St. Gabriel Radio for this opportunity that we can pray together. Well, come Holy Spirit. Uh, Bishop Brennan, would you like to close us with a prayer? Indeed, indeed. Until we get to that novena, I'll continue to use the Regina Celi and um, call upon our Blessed Mother to rejoice with us and to asking her to encourage us to rejoice in these 50 days. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Queen of Heaven, rejoice. Alleluia. For the Son whom you merited to bear, Alleluia, has risen as he said, Alleluia. Pray for us to God, Alleluia. Rejoice and be glad, O Virgin Mary, Alleluia. For the Lord is truly risen, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Bishop Brennan, for your great reflections today and your leadership as our shepherd. Uh, these daily Frontline of Hope updates are available at stgabrielradio.com anytime for download. And be sure to listen to Daily Mass at 12.05 as uh, Bishop Brennan leads us in prayer uh, centered on the table of Jesus Christ as we join together spiritually as a community during this time of physical se separation but not spiritual separation. And now we rejoin our regularly scheduled programming already in progress. <laughs> 